green and gold worldwide on the web at CentexSportsFan.com. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Mike Smith, uh, a new name, one of the newcomers to the roster. Who are some of the other new names that we'll get to know this year? Yeah, Keytron Jackson would be one as a receiver. I think Keytron and Mike were the were, and then you know, Dominic Richardson, I guess, would be the, the three that kind of jump out. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers. 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. And so what was hard about it for me was like anytime you say yes to someone on the outside, you're saying no to somebody on the inside, you know. And then it's just, I don't know, we, we, when we recruit, we talk to the parents and the, uh, the dude about, hey, man, you know, it ain't going to be like this. You're going to have to go down before you go, go up. And we want to be able to help you. Right, when come out of that pit and get to where you need to get to and things. And so, you know, it's when guys are in a pit and they're struggling and they're fighting through stuff, and then you bring somebody else to kind of do their job. You know, I think that I had a hard time with that a year ago, but I think for the bet, the betterment of the team, we need to do it. And the Alan Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. And welcome John Morris Show on a Thursday, the uh, 3rd of August, and it is a big day here on the Baylor campus, uh, especially in Baylor Athletics. There is a ton happening today. We'll try to uh, touch all the bases today. Uh, you heard from Coach Dave Aranda in the opening, Baylor football beginning practice today, and they will play in less than a month. September 2nd is the first game for Baylor football. Baylor soccer is already practicing, and they will play in, well, less than a week. Their exhibition opener is next week. August 6th, uh, they'll play at Oklahoma, an exhibition game. Regular season opener for Baylor soccer is two weeks from today, August 17th on the road at Oregon. And right off the top here today, we welcome in Coach Michelle Leonard from Baylor Soccer. And, Coach, we appreciate your time. How are things going? They're going great, John. How are you doing? I'm doing great, doing great. Sorry I hadn't been out there to uh, to watch you all yet, but I will make it out there. And how would you say uh, practice is going for the new season so far? We've had a great start to the season. We're really only on day three, but we've had four training sessions already. We've got another one coming up tonight. The team looks great. The girls came back really fit, really motivated. They were here for about three weeks prior to our official start doing captain training and strength and conditioning. Um, So they've already closed the learning curve quite a bit by spending all that first month together. And uh, we're in a really good place right now. Boy, that sounds good. And I'm always amazed how how quick, you know, when you start – quote-unquote official practice and then how quick you got to suit it up and play even though it's an exhibition boy that comes really quick doesn't it it does our season on our sport the ncaa really needs to come in and, and give us a little bit more time on the front end because it's really condensed and especially given the physical demands of our sport and the weather this time of the year yeah but that's why we count on our kids to come back fit and come back ready and this group has done that and we are excited to play 
pretty early because it's easier to see kind of where you are when you play outside competition. So this game against OU on Sunday is going to really help us to gauge, uh, you know, where we realistically are at this point in the year. I got you. Is there any progress there uh, with the NCAA? I mean, that's a constant theme this time every year, you know, about, hey, y'all need to be able to get together and do more over the summer. Yeah, I think that that's something that was pretty close to getting passed a year or two ago. And then with all of the changes occurring in NCAA, some of that got tabled for a little while. I do anticipate by next summer that I'm ho- we're hopeful that in soccer that they will at least allow us a little bit more of an acclimatization period in July that would allow us to spend at least a couple days a week on the field with our team. So that should be coming up for a vote here pretty soon. And everybody's hopes and expectations is that they will approve that and give us at least a few more training days in July. I got you. Well, it sounds like you need it just to have the time, uh, you know, before you, you uh, suit up and play. Uh, Oklahoma in the exhibition opener again on Sunday. Uh, interesting that you won't see Oklahoma during the regular season. Is that right? That's right. There's With 14 teams in women's soccer in the Big 12, there's three opponents that we won't play this season in the regular conference schedule, and that's uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and West Virginia. It just happens that those are the three teams not on our schedule, so Oklahoma is an easy drive and a good competition. So, uh, you know, we put them on the exhibition schedule in order to get a high-level game in early on. I got you. With that uh, kind of an uneven schedule that's different, you know, adding the four new schools, did, do you feel like you came out okay or was everything equitable there with the schedule? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I think not playing OU and OSU is kind of weird given their proximity to us. Right. It's, it's an easy drive for both schools or all three schools. Um, good local rivalry, but as far as equity, I think the schedule is pretty balanced. Um, we we've got some really good games at home, which we're really excited about. Um, so I mean, I, I really can't complain given all the changes that are going on in the Big Twelve. Gotcha. You got a great home schedule. Uh, August thirty first will be your uh, first home match this year, Louisiana Tech, SMU, and Abilene Christian, and then a uh, really good stretch. What is it? One, two, three, four, five, six straight home matches there in September. Yeah. We do. We have some big, some of our really key important conference matches are at home this season, so we're really excited um, to be hosting TCU here. I'm um, sorry, Texas. We have to go to TCU, but hosting Texas here, hosting BYU here, who's a great new addition to the conference. Um, so those are really fun games. Most of them are night games here under the lights at Betty Lou. Um, they could really have a lot of uh, effect on the outcome of the conference, so we're excited to have those games here. Michelle Leonard, our guest, Baylor soccer coach, heading into your second year. What are the differences for you? I mean, uh, things I would think just naturally are more settled going into your second year. Uh, how much uh, might that play out in your team's play this year? Yeah, I think, you know, come and watch the team play this fall. I think you're going to see some really noticeable differences. It did take a little while for us to settle in. We made a lot of significant changes that were challenging for everybody, players, staff, for the team as a whole. Uh, but we felt really strongly convicted that we needed to make some changes on the front end so that we could have a really solid foundation moving forward. And this past spring, we had a great spring. We showed a lot of progress. We brought a few transfers and one early high school graduate that were all impactful players for us. Uh, we had undefeated spring season. We showed a lot of progress in our in our gameplay. And now with the addition of 11 new players here in the fall, um, the team is, is looking really good. We're excited about this group. Everybody's on the same page. Um, everybody that's on this team uh, suits the style of play really well and has the same goals and ambitions. And so we, 
you know, that first year was, it was rough. I think anybody who followed us knows that, but we feel that that was a necessary growing pains that we needed to go through in order to get to where we are now. So um, our hopes are significantly higher right now that, that we'll be competitive at the very top of the conference. And those newcomers, uh, how's that process? I know it's an ongoing process, but how's that going, you know, getting uh, everything meshing together with the returners and the newcomers? Right now, uh, we have no issues with that. All of the players, we've, we've worked really hard in recruiting to ensure that all of the players really fit the style of play well and know exactly what they're coming into and that the expectations are crystal clear from day one. And uh, we did a lot of hard work in the spring with individual meetings and sitting down and really laying out expectations. And so the new players, the transfers, the freshmen, um, they fit in right away from day one. Our leadership and our upperclassmen have done an excellent job of helping them to close that gap quickly, teaching them the game model, teaching them the expectations within the program. The girls are getting along great. The training sessions are highly competitive. They're all pushing each other. And, and this team, everybody on this team can tell you that we all have the same goal, and that is to be competitive at the top of the conference, put ourselves in a position to win either the conference, the conference tournament, um, and to get into the NCAA tournament. And so having everybody with the same goals and ambitions really helps to kind of change it from a team of what feels like a lot of new players to a team full of players that all just want the same thing. Michelle, with such a short on-ramp, you know, before you play games, uh, what, what's your schedule? Uh, what, what's a normal practice day schedule? I know you kind of work from before sunup till after sundown every day. Yeah. Well, it has been hot, as you know, and so we're out here pretty early in the morning. Uh, usually our morning session is very tactical in nature. We're doing a lot of teaching on different phases of play on our game model. Um, and then obviously trying to get off the field before it gets too hot. And then we come back out in the evening when it starts to cool off and we're playing full-sided matches, inter-squad matches against ourselves. And that's been really fun because we're taking the concepts that we're working on in the morning and then allowing the players to go out and showcase them at night gives us a great teaching opportunity because we can go back and review film later. And that's what we typically do in the afternoon when it's really hot is review practice film. Um, But we took off this morning because we just had four sessions in a row we gave them the morning off. We're doing a recovery session this afternoon, and then we're back out there tonight. I got you. One more question. We'll let you get back at it. Uh, I understand the NCAA has done away with overtime. Is that right? So no more overtime in soccer. Yeah, that was last season. So they have oh, it was okay. That for the first time last season, that was definitely different. At least not no more overtime in the regular season. So gotcha. Right. In postseason play, there will still be overtime. They got rid of sudden death or golden goal. Um, as well, which, you know, I think we all have mixed emotions about. Um, yeah. It's a brutal way to lose, and there's a lot of risk involved uh, with playing players in two games a week with all the extra overtime minutes, but it was exciting if you came out on the winning side. Uh, but, yeah, we dropped that last year, and then this will be the second year with those new rules. Perfect. Thanks for that. Well, great to visit with you. Thank you very much. We'll see you soon, and uh, good luck as you head toward that exhibition opener this week. I appreciate it, John. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Michelle Leonard, uh, soccer coach at Baylor. They are practicing now. They will play their exhibition opener at Oklahoma this Sunday, the 6th, August the 6th. That is a, looks like, 7 p.m. start for that. They'll play the 10th at Tarleton, another exhibition game, then open, as we said, two weeks from today uh, on the road, their regular season opener at Oregon. 
and then they'll play on the 20th at Nebraska, two-game trip there to open the uh, season, the regular season. Their home opener is August 31st against Louisiana Tech here in Waco at the Lou Betty Lou Mays Field. And uh, she said great uh, home schedule, some really key matchups at home this year, Texas in Waco on September 14th. BYU is here September 21st. Uh, Texas Tech, September 24th. Iowa State, October 5th. Cincinnati comes in on October 12th. So uh, some of the highlights of the schedule for Michelle Leonard and Baylor Soccer. They will be the first Baylor uh, athletic uh, team program to kick off the new season when they start, uh, well, their exhibition uh, this uh, schedule this Sunday, then the regular season on August 17th. Appreciate Coach Leonard being on with us. We're off and running when we come back. Let's talk a little basketball, Baylor men's and women's basketball, both headed out of town on foreign tours. The women left today. The men leave on Saturday. We'll uh, let you hear from both head coaches when we come back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Alan Samuels. Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Summer is here and so is home improvement season. It's time to get those windows replaced. Call Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. Or call 254-301-7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Did you know now's a great time to let Jeff on our Toyota put you in a new or used vehicle? I'm Kyle Tomlinson. General Manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota, and you can choose from many makes and models, all priced to fit any budget. We also have a state-of-the-art service and body shop and a full-line parts department with factory-trained Toyota specialists. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. In Cummins Bank wants you to be the first to know about our newest rewards checking account, Mars Rewards. Mars Rewards goes beyond any other debit card-based rewards program by giving you exponential earning potential. We even reward you when your referred friends open a Mars Rewards account and use their debit card. Open your Mars Reward checking account, use your debit card, and get paid. Visit InCommonsBank.com Mars to view complete account requirements and open your free Mars Rewards checking account today. In Cummins Bank, member FDIC. 
Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. with us john morris show on this thursday busy day as we mentioned first day of practice for uh for baylor football coach aranda and the bears will be out this afternoon about four o'clock there they'll hit the practice field aaron gotta wait till it warms up a little bit you know get it nice and warm out there and then you go out for <laughs> practice the hottest part of the day but uh they've got a schedule and they're going to stick to that in fact most of their practices if not all of them are going to be um late afternoon practices first one of which comes up today. Bears open 29 days from today, uh, September 2nd, at home against Texas State at McLean Stadium. Visited with Michelle Leonard. Baylor soccer practice is underway. Baylor volleyball starts the first of next week. Their practice is uh, cross-country. They never quit. They just run all the time. So cross-country getting ready for their season as well. Basketball, maybe you don't think basketball much this time of year, but uh, for the Baylor men and women, they've been in the gym getting some extra practices because they are both on foreign tours. For the women, they left today. They'll have games in Italy and Greece over the next 10 days. Here is Baylor women's coach Nikki Collin talking about the benefits of her team going on a foreign tour. I think just like camaraderie. I think it's, you know, we're only going to play two games. And because you don't practice over there, you literally roll out and play. Like I think we're going to be like touring Capri on the day of our first game. So it's not exactly your typical get up, have a shoot around, you know, uh, focus on on preparation and stuff like that. So I think the the basketball part is now um, it's it's really getting them to learn to play together. Um, so so the trip is really about, you know, cultural experience, spending time together, opening up the world to them and and really hope hopefully like, you know, for us, our core values start with connection. And so do we do a good job of finding ways to connect while we're over there? It's Nikki Collin, Baylor women's coach, uh, on their way to Italy first, then Greece, couple of games. But the games really aren't, uh, to me, and maybe the coaches would say something different, but I, I don't think the games are really the primary uh, benefit of these foreign tours. They get the extra practice leading into the tour, and then just the, like she said, the camaraderie, the bonding that goes along with a trip like this. Uh, those are sentiments that Scott Drew echoes as the Baylor men are headed to France, leaving on Saturday. He talks about the benefits for the foreign tour. 
players aren't robots, and the more that they uh, uh, like one another, the more to bond one another, it's just like uh, uh, um, when you have those family gatherings, the closer the family is, the better they are, right? If you got a family gathering, it could be in a multi-million dollar pavilion. If you don't get along, you don't want to be there. And like these kind of activities bring teams closer together, and that's why you only get them one out of four years. I mean, uh, it's a great opportunity for, and actually our guy's going to uh, get a class uh, uh, experience and a, a credit hour over there and uh, learn some things about uh, the European culture and the French culture, but at the same time uh, bond as a team, and that's really critical nowadays when you have so much uh, a change and used to be your teammates for three, four years, now your teammates for one year, so uh, the quicker you can spend time and you can't just do that on the court, it needs to be off the court time, and, and these kind of trips allow that. So there's Scott Drew and the Bears uh, leaving town on Friday. I'm sorry, on Saturday, the 5th. They will be gone till the 15th. They're four and tour, a couple of games. Um, what did Matt say? Matt Roberts said, I think the 8th and the 12th are their games over there in France. But again, the game's not the most important part of all this. They've got some great practices in, like uh, practicing scrimmaging against the vets who were back yesterday. We talked to some of them on the show yesterday and just the extra practice time and the bonding that goes along with a trip like this. So safe travels and best wishes to Baylor men's and women's basketball, both on foreign tours uh, leaving as of this week. Uh, big game going on in Arlington right now. It's the Rangers and the White Sox. It is the debut of Max Scherzer in a Rangers uniform. Uh, Aaron, I've got that on the TV, and uh, Rangers just got a Marcus Simeon home run to go up 4-3. It's top of the fifth inning. White Sox are leading. But uh, pretty cool, isn't it, to see Max Scherzer in a Texas Rangers jersey? It is. Uh, he struggled in the second inning, I believe. But other than that, he has been lights out. They just haven't been able to really touch anything. He's got him chasing pitches out of the strike zone, and he's getting a lot of ground ball outs. Yeah, absolutely. 78 pitches right now for Scherzer in the top of the fifth inning, so not sure how long he'll be around, but they've got the lead right now behind him, the newest Ranger in his first start in Arlington. And I'm telling you, watching it on Bally Sports, it looks like a full house there. For a day game on a Thursday, uh, the place looks packed to see the Rangers and Max Scherzer. Yeah, I'm not shocked. Right. Even though it's the middle of the day for this, you know, they're in first place. You make the big trade from a future Hall of Famer, and people wanted to see it. You're right. There is not many empty seats in at the ballpark today for the Rangers. That's great. We'll keep you updated on that. Rangers leading the White Sox 4-3, to three, top of the fifth inning. Max Scherzer on the hill for Texas. All right, take a break. When we come back, uh, continue to hear from other coaches around the Big 12. Let's check in in Lawrence, Kansas. What a year it was for Lance Leipold and the Kansas Jayhawks. See what's ahead this year for KU. We'll have that when we come back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Alliance Bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, two locations in Waco, one in Temple and one in Georgetown. That's Alliance Bank Central Texas. Also brought to you by D'Amore Fine Jewelers, D'Amore at 4541 South uh, West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This is ESPN Central Texas. 
Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. Are you ready to elevate your Waco experience to a whole new level? Look no further than the Baylor Club, where you can indulge in one-of-a-kind luxury and unwind in our exclusive lounge area. Located in the heart of McLean Stadium, this elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs. With a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality, we take pampering to a whole new level. For interest in membership or to schedule your next private event, call 254-710-8080. Listen to the John Moore Show online at CentexSportsFan.com. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood. Cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf cars for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at pioneerboys.com. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cnccollisioncenter.com, and find them on Facebook. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Back with us, John Morris Show on a Thursday, brought to you in part by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Hey, one week from today, August 10th, uh, we'll be there live, and it is their big last call before football. Comes up on Thursday, August 10th, 5 to 8 p.m. Great opportunity to uh, uh, kind of show off the Baylor Club, and it is a 
great deal that day as well to join the Baylor Club just in time for football season. Best deal of the year. You don't want to miss it. Take advantage of a lowered initiation fee and a give back once you enroll. Football's around the corner. What better way to kick it off than the annual last call before football event And it comes up 5 to 8 p.m. one week from today, Thursday, August 10th. Great way to show off the Baylor Club to family and friends. Experience all that the Baylor Club has to offer. Of course, live music, great food, and fun entertainment. Now, this event, Last Call Before Football, is free for non-members who are interested in learning more about membership with the Baylor Club. So if you've been thinking about it, this is a great time to uh, to really do something about it. Check in and just see what the Baylor Club has to offer. See if it absolutely is right for you. Your membership directors will be uh, right there, John Holy McCrell and Devin Wiley, and uh, they will fix you up. Yeah. Give them a call at 254-710-8080. Tell them you'd like to be a part of Last Call Before Football, and they'll have your name on the list, and you'll be right in and welcomed in so very well as they do at the Baylor Club. We'll continue to remind you about that, uh, but it comes up one week from today, Thursday, August 10th, 5 to 8 p.m. at the Baylor Club for Last Call before football. All right, talking football, uh, Aaron, and we'll hear from Lance Leipold, the Kansas head football coach, in a moment. But, man, the uh, uh, realignment uh, fires have been stoked again. Uh, There may be some more movement involving Pac-12 and Big 12 today and tonight. Yeah, it's it's really similar to last week with Colorado. People have been posting on Twitter about Board of Regents meetings for the Four Corner Schools, you know, for a year. But before that meeting last week with the uh, for the uh, Colorado Board of Regents, people were like, "This is it. This is they're going to vote on the Big Twelve. The Big Twelve will vote and accept them, and they'll be members." Well, the Board of Regents for Arizona and Arizona State it's an executive session, unlike Colorado, so it won't be open to the public. But they're expected to vote to apply for Big 12 membership. And the Big 12, according to multiple sources that I've read that I trust, is expected to vote to accept them tomorrow. Not a lot on Utah, but uh, the general consensus is that the three are kind of acting as a group and it would be a package deal and Utah would start their process of leaving the Pac-12 and and entering the Big 12. So we'll know by this time tomorrow whether – I think by this time tomorrow, Arizona and Arizona State will be members of the Big 12. Golly, isn't that wild? It's How crazy. fast it's happening, you know? Yep. It, and it, it usually does, but it's still surprising every time it does happen. And, like, you think it's going to take months or years, and then all of a sudden, hey, Colorado's voting. They're yeah, be members exactly. of the Big 12. And Done deal. It looks like the same thing tonight for Arizona and Arizona State. Arizona State has been reluctant, I think, but – George Klavkoff, the Pac-12 commissioner, showed the numbers yesterday. And, again, multiple sources had the same numbers for the uh, package that he showed to the teams. And it was, well, it was terrible, quite yeah, frankly. Yeah. It was uh, about $20 million per school. And they could possibly, and I'm using air quotes, yeah. uh, possibly earn as much as the Big 12 schools through subscriptions to Apple TV it would take millions and millions of subscriptions 
just to get them anywhere close to what the Big 12 team Yeah, and it's not a sure thing. No, absolutely not. And I don't think any school president or athletic director would tie their school to uh, having to get millions of subscriptions in order to just meet a number they could get simply by joining the Big 12. So I think that's what's happening. So we'll keep an eye on that, and that may very well be happening as we speak. And uh, Board of uh, Regents meeting tonight uh, is what we hear for Arizona and Arizona State. And that was, and then where does Utah fit in? Tell you one thing I heard about Utah is, is they, you know, their first preference would be to stay in the Pac-12, but the Pac-12 is just collapsing, imploding around them, and they're going to, at some point, they're going to have to make a call, hey, we got to go find a new home. Absolutely. Uh, there's there's going to be a lot of scrambling. It was reported yesterday that the Big Ten, now that there's so much movement, and they had basically said that they were done with the expansion for right. the time being, but with all the movement, with Colorado joining the Big 12 and the possibility that Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah all could in the next couple of days, the Big Ten has now started looking at realignment again, and the rumors are that they will take Oregon and Washington at a reduced rate for a number of years, but that they would take those two schools, maybe also take Stanford and Cal Berkeley. Wow. Not not, not for sure, but I have right. seen that also. But Which would get them to 20 schools, right? Yes, and basically yeah. would, I guess, I think would tap them out as far as realignment i mean you i guess you could go yeah, to 24 never I, say never now. right i guess you could go to 24 uh, yeah uh, good grief in but, one conference yeah it's crazy well yeah these are uh strange times and again never say never so we'll keep an eye on that but that uh, is what we're hearing and reading and uh certainly would involve us uh and the big 12 um if those uh, stories uh, prove to be true arizona and arizona state could be members of the Big 12 this time tomorrow. All right, uh, current member of the Big 12, going back to Big 8 days, the Kansas Jayhawks. What a year they had last year. Won their first five games of the year under Lance Leipold. Remember that? They were 5-0 and to start the season. Then they had a tough stretch in their schedule and uh, just did get to six wins late in the year to be bowl eligible. They finished six and seven, lost a bowl game in overtime, uh, triple overtime actually. But what a breakthrough season for the Kansas Jayhawks under Lance Leipold, and more expected this year. Uh, you would maybe win some wagers, friendly wagers, if you uh, ask, hey, who's the first team Big 12 quarterback, preseason quarterback? And it's Jalen Daniels, the quarterback from uh, from Kansas. And who's the first team preseason All Big Twelve running back? And it is uh, now I'm drawing a blank. It's the Kansas running back. Well, let's hear I Lance. I can't think of it either. I know I'm drawing a blank. So let's hear Lance Leipold talk about that and the uh, heightened expectations for the Jayhawks this year. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you, everyone, for being here today. Um, I guess first I'd like to welcome our new additions to our conference. I think it's been said many times today, the, the balance from top to bottom in, in the Big 12, what it was last year. And um, I know it's been we've added even more strength to make this the most exciting conference of Power 5 football. Um, last year was an exciting year for us to take a big step forward as a program, uh, getting off to a good start. 
getting bowl eligible for the first time in over a decade, uh, battling back in a highly competitive bowl game, showed the resiliency of our team, and uh, we're excited to take uh, another step this year, using that uh, end of the season towards motivation, of course, to get us um, to be the consistent bowl team we want to be and, uh, and, and find a way to turn that into victory. I'll open it up now for questions. Coach, Jared, I meet us with Red Raiders Sports. Obviously, protecting the quarterback is very important, especially one as high caliber as yours. Uh, you go and add Logan Brown out of Wisconsin. What kind of mm-hmm. dynamic does he bring to your offensive line? Well, Logan was a highly touted player out of high school, played a fair amount at Wisconsin. We look for Logan to add to, to our offensive line that already returns four starters. Um, the thing I like about where we're at holistically as an offensive line is, A, the experience, the amount of starts that we have returning, the amount of depth that we have now with uh, not just Logan, um, Spencer Lovell's a transfer from Cal. Um, Kobe Baines joined us last uh, August from Louisville. So we have, some, we have some movable parts better than we've had before that not only just keeping Jalen healthy and, and adding depth that we have within the skill positions, I like our movable pieces that we're going to have a solid unit across the board. Brian Chapman, com, Coach, um, what have you seen from Jalen as far as just his further development this spring uh, heading into the year? Again, his, you know, keeping Jalen where he's in, in a position, staying healthy, he's, he's making all the throws, everything that we need him to be. Uh, I've started to say this a little bit more today on the back half of the day is I think one thing that, that, that we sometimes forget about, about Jalen and everything he brings to our program is he's an academic All-American. And, and what we put on his plate and what we ask him to do and, and whether it be just things in our offense to retaining the information, verbalizing it back to others, getting others lined up, um, I think he does an outstanding job. As we know, everybody's had a chance to see when he's healthy what he does as a dual-threat quarterback. I think the other thing is his leadership abilities, his charisma. He's a guy that doesn't get too high or too low. And, uh, again, uh, I've said it from the start when he when he gave, when he burned his red shirt our first year. Uh, he's a special man, a special individual. Eli Letterman, Tulsa World, Lance. This is a, a league that can produce quick turnarounds. You guys a year ago, TCU, Baylor the year before that. For you to go from two and ten to that first bowl game and making that step, what were the foundational elements for you guys a year ago? I, I just think finally we, we've been able to build some some routine and trust first of all within our program. For us to be able, to, our young men had gone through a lot of transition. I, I think the daily process of getting better and, and really holistic development has been a key for us as a program. And 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 I think when we went on the road to Morgantown and and then went down to Houston and, and battled back from deficits and, and found a way to win on the road, the confidence and belief started to really take a, a even a larger step and, and and kind of go through those and it kind of built on the momentum that we had early. Um, you know, we talk about it. I think everybody does. But our locker room and 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 leadership from our upperclassmen and and people uh, are, I think, allowed us to take that step. And quite honestly, it was night and day difference ahead of what we were at our last stop as far as becoming a player-led program. And I know those players, and especially the four men that are here today, have embraced that, and they're ready to take it another step. Blair Kirkhoff with the Kansas City Star. Uh- 
Have you had to manage expectations? Um, yeah, you know, the same thing. You want expectations. You know, this program hadn't had many expectations of, of late. And, and so embracing those but keeping them in balance. But I think any program at any state is you, you have to focus on where you're at at the moment and making sure you don't get too far ahead of yourself. And we can't spend, no offense to anyone, we can't spend a lot of time uh, reading all the positive things you're going to say because all of a sudden we're not staying focused on um, what we need to at the moment to get better. And I think this group gets it. Um, but at the same time, for a program like Kansas, um, we need to embrace some of those things of, A, expectations and, and the positivity that's surrounding our program. Jackson Schneider, 1150 KSAL. Coach, to speak on kind of what you just talked about a bit, can you tell us what the investments the university is making in your program mean for the trajectory of what you're trying to build and talking about you know, future stadium plans, renovations to the locker mm -hmm. room, things like that? Well, it, it means the world to what we're going. We've been able to um, you know, make some positive steps on the field in the standings, all those things. And, and with my discussions with Travis Goff and Chancellor Gerard, and we talked about, you know, a lot of people talk about what they want to try to get done. Uh, those two men led, led it for, in, in us in a position now that we're going to get those things done and, and moving quickly. Um, it was important to me um, that we were going to be able to do some things that the current players that have helped turn this thing into a positive direction would get some benefit from. So right after spring practice, we were working on the renovations of the locker room, as you alluded to, in the weight room, and hopefully they will be completed by, by August 1. Stadium announcements and things like that are, 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 are in the works, and those will be released, uh, I think, in, in the near future. And those are exciting because, uh, you know, Kansas was behind on those things. I don't think we're, everyone knows that, and we're putting ourselves uh, in, in a position that we've made that type of commitment. And... Uh, and we can be sustainable in the Big 12 Conference. All right, here, here you go. Kel Chabonet with the Wichita Eagle and Kansas City Star. Uh, your running back, Devin Neal, has proven already he's a pretty talented player in this league. But what do you think is the next step for him? What do you think he can do better this season? Well, again, De Devin's a highly motivated young man working complete, you know, he played baseball his first spring here, so he, he, he made most of most of our workouts. But, again, it was part-time in, in his time there. Uh, his dedication and understanding holistically some things offensively. He's continued to work as a, as a receiver. He blitz pick up. All those things, he need to be a complete back. I, I think as we continue to evolve what we do offensively, again, understanding different things and um, you know, he continues to work on and will do that. Um, he's been outstanding for us in the, in, on and off the field in, in his two years here. Um, and, and also with what he does, we also need a healthy Daniel Highshaw with him to complement because when those two were together uh, at the beginning of the season, that, that's a pretty good duel. Uh, Cole Thompson, FanNation.com. Lance, good to see you again. Yeah. You're bringing back not only Jalen Daniels and Devin Neal, but you're also bringing back your offensive coordinator and Andy Kolanicki. How important was it for him to get the new contract extension at the end of the year? And what does the continuity of having him back in this offense do for the future of this program? Well, of course it was important probably for Andy, but it was well-deserved. And, and other things, again, as we talked about uh, program commitment in facilities, I, I think they've also, our university's made a commitment to our staff. And with that, and I'll answer your question on Andy, is um, this is the first time in 20 years the University of Kansas had the same set of assistant coaches coming back. 
and and then you know so our stability and continuity holistically are, are going to be in a good spot. Andy and I have been together for over 11 years. Okay, I, I trust him. He's an outstanding coach. Um, you know, I've known what a great coach Andy is for a long time. Andy will be a head coach someday. There's no doubt about that. But uh, my, you know, I asked the administration of, of what my thoughts were for Andy um, and, and where it would be in, in salary. But I also, I don't know many many coordinators that are getting five-year contracts. And and that that shows my faith in him, but but also I believe what he's but uh, what he's earned as well. It is Lance Leipold heading into his third season as head coach in Lawrence of the Kansas Jayhawks. High hopes for the Jayhawks this year with uh, really ten, I think it's ten starters back on offense, and uh, that includes Jalen Daniels at quarterback and Devin Neal as the running back who whose name was escaping me, but 1,000-yard rusher last year, one of five returning backs for Kansas. So offensively, they've got a lot of weapons back. Jalen Daniels got hurt last year. That uh, was a part of their slide the second half of the season. But uh, certainly more uh, higher expectations for Kansas going into this season. All right, uh, let's take a break. When we come back, we will look ahead. We'll share some birthdays with you. Uh, Then we'll sign off top of the hour. Matt Mosley will come in, and we'll go out to uh, Baylor's football practice. First of the year comes up today. John Morris Show brought to you in part by the Pioneer Boys at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Great new location, 2003 South Loop 340 and Highway 6 in Waco. Also a location in Bryan. Check it out on the web, pioneerboys.com. They've got the experience as their business goes back to 1943, serving Central Texas. And now they've got that great new location and all the space to serve you better. Check it out on the web, pioneerboys.com. Remember, they deliver and unload. That is Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at syntexsportsfan.com. Do you want a brand new boat? Right now you can get a boat cheaper than ever before at Marineland Boating Center, home of Yamaha Boats. For Marineland Boating Center's 40th anniversary sale, we're slashing prices like never before. For a limited time, you could save almost $10,000 on an awesome new boat. Also, for a limited time, we are offering a free water sports accessories package worth $1,000 with select Yamaha Boats. But hurry, this 40th anniversary sale only lasts for 40 days or until we sell 40 boats, will you be one of the lucky few to save thousands of dollars? Imagine the happiness you would feel owning a new boat. Imagine the fun you could have. Imagine the feeling of freedom and relaxation you'll feel when you're out on the water. Check us out online at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com or Google Marineland Boating Center to see our reviews and you can see for yourself why we are the highest rated boating center in Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Hey guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, and holidays. 
But have you ever given just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big old key rings, candles, and jewelry. Always free gift wrapping, and delivery is available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business. That's Morrison Gifts on the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills, close to Jason's Deli. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch, like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch. La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. Quicker games, more action. Baseball looks different in 2023. So do the Texas Rangers. Summer is fun again in Arlington. Make your plans to catch a game or two this season at Globe Life Field. More teams than ever are coming to face the Rangers. Great matchups, lively crowds, and climate-controlled comfort await you at the ballpark, along with fun giveaways and City Connect Fridays. Grab your tickets at rangers.com. Green brings us back on this Thursday afternoon. We welcome you back, ESPN Central Texas, the Alan Samuels Studios. Thanks to Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Rangers up uh, 4-3 on the Chicago White Sox. They're in the bottom of the sixth inning. Rangers batting, leading by a run. Scherzer, I don't know, I was distracted. Trying to remember Devin Neal's name. I think Scherzer is still in. We'll see when they go to the top of the seventh inning. But a one-run lead for the Rangers in Max Scherzer's debut in a Rangers uniform this afternoon. Uh, Matt Mosley's show is coming up next. Uh, three to six, three big hours here on ESPN Central Texas. Aaron, what do you guys have planned coming up this afternoon? We have a sh- an action-packed three hours. Action-packed. I like it. We will talk with Tweedy Carter, Baylor Men's Basketball Director of Player Personnel, as they get ready for their European trip, which we heard Coach Drew talk about earlier. We will talk with Kevin Reynolds, reporter from the Salt Lake Tribune, about all this realignment madness and what he expects uh, Utah to do. He covers BYU for the Salt Lake, but also covers Utah We'll be talking about that with him. We'll talk with the executive vice president of the Baylor Rare Foundation, Alan Holt, and we will also have the latest NFL news with the NFL Blitz at 340 and at 440, the latest 
college athletic news with Campus Confidential, including all the latest breaking realignment news. Yeah, Campus Confidential, uh, very fluid, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> all right, Most very good. Most of the days so last com- week have been stories that broke within an hour yeah. of us yeah. going on the air. Yeah, that's right. Wow. So, all right, that's good. All that coming up between uh, 3 and 6, the Matt Mosley Show. Just keep it right here on ESPN Central Texas. And don't forget the press box every day at noon, noon to 1, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Birthdays to mention to you today, August the 3rd. It is Blake Blackmire's birthday, former outstanding Baylor uh, offensive lineman. Happy birthday to Blake uh, 28 degrees, uh, 28 uh, years old, it looks like, for Blake. Grant Campbell's birthday is today. Grant, a Baylor, a former Baylor linebacker from uh, California. I'm not sure what he's doing now. Uh, I don't know, but really good linebacker when he was here. Happy birthday to Grant Campbell. Jasmine Player's birthday is today. Jasmine, former Baylor women's basketball uh, player and now assistant coach. Um, she is. She was at Kansas for a while. I'm not sure if she's still there or not, but Jasmine Player, her birthday is today. Johnny Thomas's birthday is today. For those of you who go back a while watching Baylor football, and for Johnny, it'd be Baylor track and field also. He could pick him up and put him down really fast. Johnny Thomas, uh, former outstanding Baylor uh, football player and track and field standout. It is his birthday today as well. Happy birthday to Johnny uh, Johnny Thomas. Uh, I think that's all I have. Aaron, who would you add to the birthday list? Got a nice list today. John C. McGinley turned 64. One of those character actors that I love, although he's had some big roles. He was Dr. Cox on Scrubs. He was also in Platoon. He played the reporter in Any Given Sunday. Great actor, comedic actor, and just regular drama stuff. He does well in both roles. So happy birthday to John C. McGinley. He's 64. Martin Sheen turns 83. Martha Stewart turns 82. Director-producer John Landis, who uh, produced a great number of my favorite movies of all time, including Animal House, Blues Brothers, Coming to America, Three Amigos, and Trading Places. John Landis turns 73 today. Metallica lead singer James Hetfield turns 60. And last but not least, the GOAT, Tom Brady, turns 46. Hey, there you go. Who is now owner or part owner of a uh, uh, soccer team, right? Professional soccer team? Yes, I did see that, that he yeah. got part of a, a pro soccer team, which smart move. It looks like every pro franchise just continues to go up in value. <laughs> yeah. Might as well get a piece of one if you can. Very nice. All right, good list there. Happy birthday to all those folks. Uh, Move to the top of the seventh in Arlington's 4-3. Rangers on top of the White Sox. The day is done for Max Scherzer in his Texas Rangers debut. He goes six complete innings, uh, 105 pitches, nine strikeouts, two walks, and he leaves with a 4-3 lead. Hands things over to the bullpen for the Rangers. So see if they can hold on and give Scherzer his first win in a Rangers Uniform. Again, we'll keep you updated during the Matt Mosley show coming up. And that follows immediately right here, top of the hour. Aaron, appreciate it. Thanks very much. I'm going to 
put on some shorts and go outside and watch some Baylor football practice. I need to find a cap. I forgot to bring a cap today. But going out there, I uh, definitely need one. And looking forward to it. First practice of fall camp for Dave Aranda and the Bears comes up this afternoon. Hope you enjoyed hearing from Michelle Leonard, Baylor soccer coach. Their practice underway for the new season. They are also uh, also uh, heard from Nikki Collin and Scott Drew and Lance Leipold, the head coach at Kansas. Now we'll hand things off to Matt Mosley coming up. Lord willing, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 2. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. What can I answer for you today? 